miserable people. How are things today with y'all? It's Blair and Barker. I'm really good. It's my son's birthday today, so happy birthday, Chase. He's, a, he's 11 already. That hurts, man. It really That's does. I don't like that what? at all. He's 11 already. Yeah. I don't like that. He'll be driving in a couple of years. Yeah, I don't like that either. Uh, isn't there another birthday we have to uh, talk about today, too? Is it Bafo's birthday? Bafo, was it really your dad's birthday? I can't hear Truth you. right there. Yeah. Really, it is. What's his name? September 15th. I can't hear you. September 15th, Alfred Boffo's birthday. Alfred Boffo. There you go. Alfred Boffo. It is. Boffo is a good, that's a solid Happy birthday. Name. Happy birthday. Absolutely. To everybody whose birthday is today. Yeah, exactly. Happy birthday. Exactly. Unless you're a Red Sox fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why I not? mean, why not? Why not? I mean, it's got. <laughs> and Red Sox coming in on a September weekend would normally mean an invasion of folks from Boston, and you know all all that that means. And Red Sox, Jays. You don't welcome Red playoff. Sox fans in no. September. Red Sox, Jays, playoff aspirations. It's. I mean, it's still there for the Jays, despite their loss to the Texas, despite their sweep by the Texas Rangers. Uh, the Jays, thank, thank, thanks to the graciousness of everybody else around them, still have a shot at the uh, wild card spot. Um, the Red Sox, not so much. But uh, the Red Sox have also beaten the uh, Blue Jays. Rather, yeah, their line, their line is really good. The Jays are gonna. They're seven to three. We, we, we've been the saying this forever, but they're gonna have to score some runs. Yeah, the, this is uh, well, the, the, two this runs is, not gonna do. Red it. Sox lineup is Verdugo, Devers, Turner, Casas, Masataka, Yoshida, Willier Abreu, Trevor Story, Reese McGuire, Luis Urias, Brian Bayo's on the mound. For your Blue Jays, Mister Barker, it is Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Schneider. Biggio, Chapman, Kiermaier, Kirk, and Varsho. David Schneider once again in the cleanup spot. Some breaks in that lineup. <laughs> once again, John Schneider not doing what I suggested he should do and put George Springer not in the cleanup spot. He's not listening to me. Yeah, he backed himself in the corner when he when he came out and told everybody that he told him he's not moving out of the leadoff spot. Yeah, I guess. That was before the Jays were Any, Anyhow, it's not going to happen. Um... It's not going to, it wouldn't matter anyway. Okay. I mean, I, you know, we can agree to disagree on that. Okay. But, uh, who would lead off? Bo? I, huh? Bo? Maybe. Kiermaier? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, for that thing to work, it would, he would have to have traffic. I, they're trying to get traffic because of the, what the way they're making yeah, the I'm bottom also, of their order. I, I'm also trying to, I'm, and I'm also trying to get, give Vladdy a little bit of, uh, a little bit of sport here, but I mean, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's interesting you it said that. Really and and, and uh, when we had our, our little interview with John Snyder today, he Which said we'll something. Which will play at 6 o'clock. He said something very interesting that I want to yes. talk about. Don't spoil when, it now. Whenever he comes on. and, and Yeah, don't spoil it now. The uh, pitching matchups, Chris Sale against Chris Bassett on Saturday. Nick Pavetta and Hyunjin Ryu on Sunday. We'll be joined by Jonathan Papelbon, Nesson analyst, former MLB closer <laughs> at 530. The Red Sox making news yesterday by firing their general, general manager, Heim Bloom. John Schneider, manager of the Blue Jays, joins us 
at 6 o'clock. And uh, we've got Blue Jays tickets to give away. And then at 6.30, Caleb Joseph, Blue Jays Central Analyst, joins us. And uh, we may go to the back leg line as well. The numbers are 416-413-3959. It is Roberto Clemente Day mm-hmm. across Major League Baseball. Um, so if you are going to the Jays game tonight against the Red Sox, uh, pay attention for a few minutes to uh, the pregame ceremonies uh, and the uh, and the story of Roberto Clemente. I know it's not the most optimistic and cheery times uh, for Blue Jays fans right now, but the story of Roberto Clemente, um, the story of Roberto Clemente is um, is certainly worth. And and his his sacrifice is certainly worth remembering. No, and his life is certainly worth celebrating. Well said. Uh, that series was like a buzzsaw. That Ranger series was. It's the only word I can do. It was like a buzzsaw. It was like they just tore through the Blue Jays. Yeah, we're gonna find out what what the Blue Jays are made of. Well, we know what they're made. Of. No, we don't. Yeah. You quit too. You you quit too easy. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you're, no, you're, you're, you're no, a typical sports fan. You quit too easy. No, we like, know what like they're made there's, of. There's there's fifth. Do we? Yeah. What are they made of? Uh, they're made of a lineup. They got. Whi- they, they they're got made of a lineup that can't get out of their way. They they're got, made up of a, a, a of lineup. What? That's it. A lineup whose best hitter swings and misses a 96, 97 mile an hour fastball right down the middle. In yeah, the I think John's going to tell year. us why he did that. Yeah, that's fine. But I mean, it still happened twice. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, it, it, like, I, like I said in the morning show, thing, I mean, it is what it is. It, it's a simple matter. A simple fact of the matter is you win tonight's game. You try to go 1-0 every day. And, and in the morning when you get up, you check to see what Seattle, Houston, and Texas have done. Then you go back to bed. Then you get up again and play your game. I mean, that's really all you can do at this point in time. Um, there is just... There's no point in saying, well, you got to take two of three from Boston and three. No, no, you just win. Just win. Because I'll tell you what, you could take two of three from Boston. If everybody else takes two of three from everybody else, it doesn't matter. You don't gain ground. So it's just about what you have to do right now, not about anybody else. And maybe, I mean, if you're looking at a way, if you're looking at a way for the Jays to reset, that's a way you do it. Uh, Nate Pearson, by the way, has been called up. Uh, Bowden Francis was optioned. Yeah, stay hot to AAA. Well, did, did, I mean, you did your organization a solid. You get sent down for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they abused him for four games. They They're, did. Yeah, yeah, they uh, did. Yeah, and he's he's been really good for them. Yeah, it's. And I don't know. Maybe it's I, easier. I, I hate, maybe it's easier I, to I hide hate, him in AAA. I hate that they can do that. I really do. Like he's a big leaguer now. Yeah. He's got well, a good enough breaking ball. He throws hard enough. He he can throw to quadrants. He can throw to a guy's weakness. He's been good here. Yeah, and he's, they, he, should, they shouldn't be allowed to do that, and they can. And that's, I don't like that. For whatever reason, when I heard that, I was chapped a little. Nate Pierce is not a big leaguer right now. Are you, are you really? You you really want him coming I mean, in I the game you, when it no, matters? You know what you want? You well, want a blowout, maybe. No, you know what? You want an arm you can use today, whenever. I look, Trevor Richards, Jimmy Garcia, Bowden Francis. Do you really want to use any of those guys today? Well, Bowden Francis, the minor leagues. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're John Schneider, you don't want to use any of those guys today. So you need arms. Well, you're hoping Barrios can give you well, yeah, but more than a quality sure, start. Sure, you were hoping that Gosman would give you more than a quality start. You were hoping that Kikuchi would give you more than a quality start. I guess what? Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So 
you got to have arms up here. Mm. Whatever. Nate Pearson can come up here and do it, Nate Pearson. Yeah, that's not the point I was Nate trying Pearson's to make. Gonna, point, I know what you're... The, you, point, the point was that they dude uh, has basically been asked to do and put his arm through. Yeah, but he'll something. be back. Up. I he'll, guess. He'll be back up. Not, still, it's not, you don't have to like it. Oh, I guess not. No, I mean, you've uh, never on, went on, through that. I, on, I don't, on, on nobody list, should like that. No, you shouldn't of, be able to do On that. the list of things about the Toronto Blue Jays, the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays, not to like end, Bowden Francis being optioned on That's an individual September thing. September 13th isn't, uh, isn't, an individual isn't necessarily. Thing from the player. Isn't necessarily up there. Uh, All right, so let's uh, forget about the Rangers series. They kicked their ass. Uh can't put it any other way. They, they boat raced them. They blew the doors off and they kicked their ass. They uh, eviscerated you're very, them. You're very negative today. Well, no, they you did. So let, and, and now we're moving on. Now we're moving on to the Red Sox. Now we're moving on. The season, start, the season starts tonight. The season starts tonight. Well, get your own line. I've been saying that for two days. You've well, you've been saying that for the last seven series. Try, but I mean, try the last two days. The season, well, Mm-hmm. The season starts tonight. I've been on some bad teams. I know how it works. I know how it, when dudes are grinding, trying to figure things out. I, I, what over, is John overthinking it? What has to happen? Stay out of the way. I was. What has to happen? <laughs> what that? has to happen, Kevin? What ha- what had to happen between two thirty this afternoon and first pitch tonight? Guys start showing up at the clubhouse around that time. You know, you're going to have BPL. What what? What has to happen for the Blue Jays to flush it, to flush the Texas game? It was flushed when they were walking home last night. Really? Yeah. Okay. Nothing you can do about it. Nothing they, Nothing. Vladdy could do about swinging through three fastballs in a big part of the game. Like, there's nothing, you know, Kiermaier got a good pitch to hit. He didn't hit it. Like, they're, that Bo got a good pitch to hit, didn't hit it. Like, there's, you know, he got a couple of hits, but it's those one at bats, right? It's those one swings with dudes on base that you really need to bear down and have better plate awareness, have, you know, an idea where your barrel's at. Like, you have an idea that just because that dude is 60-40 with the slider, uh, nobody else can hit it. Why are you looking for Like, there is so much. It just, well, we'll talk. I, John Schneider, John Schneider brings that up. And uh, it's just like, I just don't get it. You know, that gets back to Boy. the whole, I mean, we've talked about the yeah, whole that, 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 hitting that, strategy uh, thing. It is crazy. It is, it is unbelievable. Yeah, I know it's unbelievable. Let me see what this page is about. And oh, then you swing at fastballs when you're not looking for it. It's like, all right. Oh, okay. This is good. This is good. Ah, uh, our friend Rob Bradford is going to step in for Papelbon, so that's all right. Oh, there you go. Now Papelbon's doing some TV, so. Hey, big leaguers. No, he did not. Hey, He's he come did. on with us. He, he likes us. He come on. He, come on. That's what I'm going to tell everybody. Nah. Who wants to ask? Yeah, we'll play it by ear. He's got stuff to do. That's okay. Uh, Rob Bradford joins us at five thirty. I mean, in some ways, even better because we can talk to Rob about the whole Heim Bloom uh, thing, his firing, mm. uh, whether it was justified. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He knew it was a guy. Apparently not. Um, you don't think he did? Didn't sound like it. Mm. I mean, I'm sure he probably. I'm, I'm sure he he probably had an ink, had an inkling that it was going to happen. I think when that does happen, most of the time, unless you're completely oblivious, most of the time you kind of you get a sense <laughs> of when it's you of can when feel it's it. going to happen. I could feel it when I was getting released. Yeah, you can. You can feel it. You can feel like it. Like you're just not a part of that organization. It's a good, it's a, it's a bad feeling. I've been there. 
The uh, Jays are a game and a half back of Seattle for the third AL wildcard spot. They are two and a half behind the Texas Rangers. Texas holds the second AL wildcard spot. The first spot, of course, is held by the Tex- uh, by the Tampa Bay Rays, who are playing second game of a four-game series in Baltimore tonight against the Baltimore Orioles. The Rays won the first game of that series, and by tonight, the end of tonight, uh, they could be in a statistical tie with the Baltimore Orioles for first place in the AL East. Uh, the Orioles are 91 and 55. Tampa Bay is 91 and 57. And uh, they are a game back um, of the Baltimore Orioles. And just looking at the wild card race here, Seattle is taking on the Dodgers. Texas is in Cleveland. And the Houston Astros are in Kansas City. So uh, if you are a Jays fan looking for some help, you might get it from the Dodgers. Probably won't get it from Cleveland. Probably won't get it from Kansas City. So there you go. The uh, Red Sox are 74 and 73. They are seven and a half out, six back of the Blue Jays. They are tied with the New York Yankees. I shouldn't chuckle, but they are tied with the New York Yankees for last place uh, in the American League East. Jays have lost four in a row. Seattle's won two in a row. Texas has won six in a row. And Houston's won one in a row. So there you go. Those are your playoff standings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ahead of tonight's start, Jose Barrios on the mound against Brian Bayo. It'll be a special night for Jose Barrios. He is a native of Puerto Rico. And um, he's spoken extensively. I believe that... Is there a pregame bit? Did Hazel talk to him about Roberto Clemente? Or um, I think they're going to do a pregame bit with Jose Barrios about it as well. Um, tell me something that should give me a cause for optimism, Kevin. Uh, Barrios is pitching. I think I, I think that's he. He's fresh. Like he he looks that way. I know he's given up some home runs the last couple starts. I think he's given up six out of his last four starts. Didn't uh, give up any in his last start, yeah, but yes, the, six the, over four. The lefties are eight over yeah, five. He's, got, he's facing what six lefties tonight. The you know just the quality of where his stuff ends up has to be really good. You know he can't miss middle up. He can't miss middle down. He can't miss middle middle. It's got to be outer third and down. It's got to be inner third and down. It's got to be inner third and up. Like it's got to. There's got to be in those windows to where. You know, because of sometimes maybe the velocity is a little erratic, but just because he's pitched a ton and and you know it's it's when when the when the foot's hitting the ground, everything this time of the year is sometimes not all where it should be. So he's made twenty nine starts this year. Nineteen of those starts, he's allowed two earned runs or less. Who has been the more impressive turnaround? You say Kikuchi or Jose Barrios for you? I would say you say okay. Kikuchi. Because thought- this doesn't surprise me with Barrios. See, I, I I knew that. Well, talking to the people that I'd talked to, that you know, he knew he had to make some mechanical changes, simplify things, move a little bit around on the rubber, just to open it up, give himself a bigger target to where he does when he throws things that move. You know, it looks like a strike. It ends up like his misses are a little bit better. It just it's the same release point over and over again. And and 
I sort of had a good idea that, you know, he sort of had enough of being sporadic. Wasn't there somebody who kept saying, trust the athlete, trust the pitcher? Wasn't there somebody you know who, nobody knew who kept nobody saying Nobody listens that? to that person. Nobody does. Uh, you, you, you say, that's awfully, you, that's awfully, that's you say, awfully mean, is you it say, not? Well, you've been, very, you've been mean. very negative for the first 14 minutes of this not, show. Not and I, I, don't, I don't enjoy it. Like, I, I, I don't enjoy the negativity. I, I, I haven't been I, negative. I, I, like, I, I think this is a challenge in front of a good team. The Blue Jays are a flawed team, but they're still a good team. Like, they, you know, they got some pride now it's let's we're gonna find out what they're made of. Like everybody's been talking about, you're gonna get whipped in that the sounds, American League East. That sounds really. We're, we're that, gonna see what they got. That sounds like, like a real. It's not hockey. That sounds hockey's, like a puckhead talking. No, that sounds you, like a puckhead talking. We're want, gonna find out what well, they're no, made of tonight. That's why you. We're asked, gonna have to strap it on and go yeah. beat them in the corners oh, tonight. This is coming from somebody that asked me the question. Well, what are they doing at two thirty? Like the coach is gonna come in and punch somebody in the no. face or tip over a table and say, "Get it down, get it singing." Like, yeah, that doesn't work baseball like it's have a know, meeting i think they had a meeting yesterday did it didn't, no it did not kick meetings it, at this time of the year you, you chuckle at them they're eyewash what are you doing here coach uh, you don't think i don't know that i'm not good at hitting fastballs like why are you telling me we got 15 games left what you're telling me tell me something to be optimistic in, about we're gonna, one, we're gonna find out the what other. they're made of we're gonna find out I, what they're made of that's not optimistic i i what do you think they're made of I think what you see is what you're getting. That's just me. I'm not trying to be negative with that. I just think, I think what John, again, I hate to, I don't want to give, I don't want to give it away, but what he said will tell, it tells you all you need to know. Like soon as he said 60, 40 and the way Vladdy looked swinging at fastballs is all you need to know. Like, and then you start thinking about how it's looked all season. So I look. I offensively, I'm not sure you got anything to really be optimistic about. I think they're pitching. Look, they're going to fight and battle and claw and do everything they can possibly do in big moments to try and control the big inning. I'm not saying they're not going to give up big innings because the finishes you can tell are just a lot of them are not there and they've been abused like they have mentally, physically, just every single time they're I trying thought- to throw a pitch to a good hitter in big moments. Sometimes you're going to hang one and. We talked a little bit about it in Blue Jays talk last night. Kevin Gossman uh, was not comfortable with the strike zone, nor should he have been. But it was kind of, we've seen Kevin kind of react in the moment before, but it's usually pretty low key. This is one of the few times I can remember him, like there was a back and forth with the yeah, umpire. And to a, the umpire's credit, I mean, to yeah. the umpire's credit, the umpire didn't run him out of the yeah, game or anything. But you could tell wrong. he was. Yeah, it's a double A umpire. He was, Let's not lie about it. That's a double A umpire who's going to be in the big leagues for a bazillion years. But again, it, it, that was, that was, you could tell that Kevin Gossman was. You know. I think Kevin's been fighting some things. You know, you can tell that whenever his fastballs got run to it. Like that's, that's, he doesn't want that. And when he has it, it's he's fighting it like he then he starts thinking about how, you know, how can I throw more sliders or, you know, how can I, you know, be a little bit more fine and guide this split finger in there instead of just gripping it and ripping it and throwing it like you can sort of tell. And it's writing on the wall when you see the four seamer moving, he calls it a four seamer for a reason because he wants it straight when it's straight. It's harder to tell the difference between the two of them when it's moving a little bit and it's not at the velocity that he wants it at. Velocity is very erratic, right? It's, when it's all over the place like that, it's now it's more of control and command. And he's not that guy. He's a stuff guy. And then you add the umpire to the mix and this time of the year and the lineup not scoring any runs and 
first time he gave up four walks. It's the first time he's walked that many batters since May 5th. I'm sorry, May 25th. Now give the Rangers five credit. against the Minnesota they got Twins. A bunch of lefties in that order. Oh, yeah. You got to be real good with what you're doing. Like they're, you know, and they have plate coverage and they battle with two strikes. You can tell they got a really good game plan one through nine. They're, you know, not all of them have the same game plan, but when they get to two strikes, it's let it travel, fight it off. Hopefully hangs one. You got the yes. sense that that was a team that after the second game of the series, blood in the water kind of felt like <laughs> we, we, whatever, whatever we've been going through. It's over. I mean, we kind of got it. We kind of got it figured out here. Well, I mean, we kind of got it. That helps out when here. your best hitter, is annihilating baseballs yeah. line to line. That was that was quite a series. Uh, it's crazy. That was that was. Is that? Was I think he's the only hitter I've seen this year up close and personal that can look for a strike. Not a fastball. Not a curveball. Not a split finger. Not a slider. Not a changeup. I'm looking for a strike. I'm so good. I don't have to look for velocity because I can look for a slider. If a fastball's down the middle, I and, because my swing is short and compact. And you know what else is simple? I, I can get barrel to it. I, I kind of wonder if maybe the fact that he wasn't hurt for a while this year, maybe he's a little fresher now than than some of the other guys. That looks quick. It does doesn't it? Yeah, it looks looks lightning. It looks lightning quick. It does. Um. Uh. The place we really didn't touch on last night. Whit Merrifield uh dropping that line drive. Do you have an issue with him starting Neofield? I mean, your one thing your team does do well is you've got very good outfield defense. Dalton Varshall, the one thing he does really well is play the hell out of the outfield defense. Now I I understand, I'm sure there was an offensive reason for this, but Looking back on that, were you a little surprised when you saw Whit Merrifield's name there? Not really. I, 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 I'm, the people that I've talked to, I don't think it's too awfully bad. I think it's just something because of your age, because it's a, a long season, you played a lot. You're going to have little aches and pains, and that's an ache, ache, ache and a pain. It's not a... It's not a tear. It's not a... No, no, no. I'm, no, no, it's not no, a, I'm, no, I'm, I'm talking about starting last night, the game last night. Why wouldn't you have your best outfield defense out there? He's been playing really good defense. Oh, okay. I mean, it was, that was not more, as good as Dalton that, Varsho. That was more bad luck for me than that was him not running the right route or not being able to catch the ball. I mean, he ran into the fence. The ball popped out. Like it's, it's in the glove you're supposed that, to catch it, aren't you? Uh, oh. <laughs> you tell me that all the time. I mean, man. You tell me it that all the time. It's like you are just Grim Reaper today. Like I, no, I just, yeah. I, I just said. I mean, okay, I guess maybe it wasn't a makeable play. I mean, everybody, I, I around, everybody around wants to talk ever to give ever. Yeah. I mean, when you try and you don't make the play, I mean, how can you argue that? I think Dalton Farshaw makes that play. You don't? Yeah, I think Dalton Varsha is like two for his last 30. I think Dalton Varsha. I think. And, and, and what's wit? And what's wit? Because what's wit? The, about the same. Yeah. Potato, uh, potato. Like. Yeah, he's one. He's two for 15. He's 133 in this homestead. Who is? Wit. So my point is, <clears throat> if the one thing I do well is I got outfielders to catch the ball. Okay, and that you, was an you know, you know that you know that, as that, well, that you know was as important well as I do because Evaldi's starting, 
and the injury that he's been through, and he's yeah. not going to throw long. It's more about the pocket of who's coming in after right. that. Was he a lefty or righty? All right. I mean, I, I, I don't need to come on here and tell you why he's playing. I, you know why he's playing. Okay. I just didn't. Big game didn't have your best defensive outfield out there. You had a guy out there who's two for 15 because you didn't want a guy who's two for 24 out there and plays better defense or whatever it is. That's all. I mean, that was a that was a big play in the game. You know, you want to talk about a team that isn't scoring runs. You want to talk about a pitcher on fumes. That was a big play in the game. I mean, yeah, obviously the home runs and the whatever the hell happened in the eighth inning. Yeah, that that was that was a mess. That double was a big play. Play gets made. It's a different game. Just saying. So what you're trying to say is there's a lot of blame to go around for. Like you, you, there's some people, not just an individual who can raise their hand and have a little something to do with the things the Blue Jays. Yeah, are I just, going I, I, I think uh, very, lo- lo- looking back at it, looking back at a nine-two loss, that's a play that stood out for me. That at that point, I I defy you to tell me that at that point you didn't think, oh, here we go. I know you did. Mm. I'm watching the same thing. That ball falls out of the glove, and I go, oh, God. You just knew. I mean, I can't argue with you, but, I mean, I, I think you're you're yelling and, and upset about something that, I mean, Witt's been pretty good, pretty good in left field, and you, you understand why he was playing left field, like a – there's a, you you know as well as anybody. There's a, you can do that all you want, but you know what goes into making these lineups out. I like got there. They, it's just not I one person team. going. Oh, this, they're I not. Got a you team, know better. I like, got a team that does one thing well. It does one thing well. Leaving the pitching aside, it does one thing well. It can't hit. It can't steal bases, but. Holy mother of God, it'll catch every ball hit into the outfield. Other than the play last night, have you, have you seen that before from Witt? I, I'd rather have Dalton. I just, I'm just Dalton saying, Vars- That's the same yeah, thing I'm sure they're saying. That's the same thing I, have I saying. seen him hit the wall the and the, and, and the ball fall out? No, but they're you're, saying the same thing. You think thing. he's as good as they're, Dalton Varsho defensively? No, I think he's been good in left Is, field. Do you think he's good as – who – what is what believe, is a better I can't defensive? Believe this time of the year, with two dudes that are struggling offensively, they the way they are, that we're arguing about what who's playing left field. But that's exactly the point. There's only there, the only reason either of those two dudes have any value right now is because one of them, Varsho, can catch the ball. That's a great and play point. defense, that's, that's and he wasn't solid, out there. That's a solid point. Well, there you go. But, yeah, you're yelling. You're mad at me because I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you why Anyhow, he started and Dalton Varsho didn't. Let's move in on. left field. Let's move on. What's true? Seven oh seven is the first pitch tonight. We've got Jays and Red Sox tickets to give away. I'll put in a call where that won't happen again. I, that's so I don't get yelled at. You got Jays and Red Sox. Like Stop. I could do something about it. Your Jays and Red Sox <laughs> tickets to give away. Rob Bradford is a Red Sox reporter for WEI in Boston. He's host of the podcast. The Bradfoe Show and baseball isn't boring. That's a great. That's a great name. He'll join us next. It's Blair and Barker for a Friday. Yes, Frisky Friday. Frisky Friday. Yeah, a feelings Friday. Is it feelings? I don't have any.
I'm just happy my son's a fun Friday. healthy and he's turning 11 today. That's all I'm happy about. On Sportsnet 590, the fan of the Sportsnet Radio Network and Sportsnet. Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with Ailish Forfar and Justin Cuthbert. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 707 will be the first pitch tonight as the uh, Blue Jays look to right the ship with Jose Barrios on the mound against Brian Bayo. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this seeing this dude can, pitch. Can I ask you a question? Well, quickly, as long as quickly, you're not going to dump quickly, on me or jump on me for cool. something. You're, you've been, you've been, I, I got, I got a text from somebody who said, man, did you and Barker like have a, have a lover's quarrel or something nah, nah, nah. before the, before the show? Uh, you're a little salty. Both of you are salty. Yeah. You were, you got off to a, a rocky start. I got off to a good to start show, when I said, hello, start. all you miserable Blue Jays fans. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want me to candy coat it? <laughs> Folks are miserable. Folks uh, want somebody fired. Uh, you think Vladdy Dreads coming to the yard? Do do I think he what? Dreads coming to the field? No. No, I don't. Have you ever stunk at hitting a baseball before? Yes. Cost us a game against the Carmen Cougars. <laughs> do you remember what pitch it was? Do you remember it was? I Were don't remember what pitch. Something? Were you sitting something? I was yeah. <laughs> slung it. You know what else. I was sitting? I was sitting post game ice cream cone is what I was That's sitting there. Now it was against the Carmen Cougars, tremendous. Glenn Garnett, man. I don't know what the hell he threw, but yeah. Well, you remember his name anyway. I That's do, yeah. Awesome. Oh, Glenn Garnett. Was he, he was a good player? Glenn Garnett, man. Glenn Garnett. He was a stud. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, he was. Although we did make him cry one game on the mound. What happened? Boffo, settle down. We'll get to Rob Bradford right now. How you doing, Rob? <laughs> good, man. It's good. It's good talking with you guys. Two of my favorite people. Oh, there you go. that's, that's so nice. nice. Nice of you to say that. You you're, don't mean you're, that. You're a ray of sunshine in our cloudy week. <laughs> I try to. It depends. Roof closed. Roof, roof open. I mean, it's, I. I, uh, <laughs> I uh, no, but sincerely, I always look forward to listen. The uh, the, the Red Sox may be uh, dunsky, but. Uh, at least uh, I, I can look forward to them playing the Blue Jays to talk to you guys. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> Blue Jays may be done. Blue Jays may be, <laughs> may be Dunsky, too. <laughs> be quite honest. I I don't know. They, look at it. You guys might be back in the race after this oh. sucker is done. You never know. You can never say never. Yeah. Um, well. Hey, you know what? I don't want to spend the whole segment talking about Heim Bloom, but. Let's spend a lot of it talking about <laughs> about Hein Bloom because um, you know, look, I, it's not the way they've had awful luck with pitching. I love the lineup. I mean, I understand that you know Xander Bogarts is in San Diego. My, I'm led to believe, Rob. I could be wrong. I'm led to believe that the farm system is 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 pretty robust right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this just one of those things where somebody had to pay because they're tied for last place or? Is there something a little deeper than that? I think it's a combination of things. I think that sort of the, the potential of promise, which is was the, the narrative that we've been living with for a long time, and, and you take the good smattering of good every once in a while, and, and there has been a lot of good. 
But the potential of promise was overwhelmed by the present. And what the present was, was, you know, you have another trade deadline where it didn't go well. I mean, when I say it didn't go well, you have two straight Augusts where you go 12 and 16, and this one you go 13 and 15. But more importantly, you're right there to get into what is a very flawed American league, and it goes the other way. And it goes, uh, to me, guys, it goes back to that Toronto series at Fenway in early August where the Red Sox ran out relievers in 20 of the 27 innings. Like, that's, that was either the Red Sox could have been a game up. Instead, they were five games back, and you're, you're crawling uphill the rest of the month. So that didn't go well. Um, and then a big part of this, too, I think that, like I talked about the present, the worst thing that this ownership group wants is apathy. This ownership group, going back to 2002, they have done everything they can to stiff-arm that word, stiff-arm that feeling. But the problem is when you're selling secondary market tickets for a dollar for a Red Sox-Yankees games, that, that's not a good sign. And when the Dodgers fans comes in and takes over Fenway Park with the sort of passion that you used to have, that's not going the right way. And I think that this is all of this is the reason why I think they just looked at it and said, this isn't good enough in the present for us to just uh, push everything aside and, and say, oh, well, it's, it's going to be good in 2025. Rob, I, on the outside looking in, if, if they bring Justin Turner back, if Devers stays healthy, if Trevor Story could play shortstop, if they can go out and Tristan Casas, absolutely, give him a opportunity to work through whatever that was, and he's got 24 big ones, so you got your first baseman. It, they can go out and buy a pitching. Like, they're not far away from being the Red Sox again, are they? No, they're not. And, and But here's, here's the thing, and, and this might have also played into – the Heim Bloom decision is that the one of the one of the flaws with Heim's tenure, and he did a lot of good things, but one of the flaws was that you did not you were not willing to get uncomfortable in the free agent market for the most part, and and in trades for the most part. And in order to get that pitching that you're talking about, that's what you're going to have to do. I mean, it starts with Yamamoto, right? Everyone talks about this guy, yeah. and rightfully so. But in order to in order to to win that. You are going to have to go against the big boys when it comes to the spending in Major League Baseball. And that the track record so far was they were going to stick to their models and not go too far above it. I, I mean, there's plenty of examples. And, you know, you look at Zach Eflin, for instance. Well, they, they say they offered the same amount for him. But the problem was you knew the guy was from Orlando and you knew there was a tax situation. So you got to pay more. Well, that's mm-hmm. it. He's a Boston Red Sox. Pay more. Nathan Avaldi. He comes back. He wants the same deal you offered at the beginning. Who cares if you what you spend on these other guys? If you want the guy, pay more. And I think that was the constant theme. And that's what I don't know if they were super confident in getting those pitches like they're going to have to if that was going to happen. Rob, do you think that there is a growing level of concern about the Red Sox ability to? manage a big payroll team in Major League Baseball and also manage Liverpool, a big team in the Premier League, a sport that, I mean, has gone crazy now because you've got teams based in Saudi Arabia and Qatar and Kuwait that are spending, you know, tons of money. I mean, beyond 210 million euros to a team just to have the chance to sign a guy. Then you got to sit down and, 
negotiate terms with him. Is there, is there any concern that maybe that's just kind of dwarfing uh, the Red Sox uh, by situation? The way, by the way, I'm glad that I watched rewatched the Sunderland Till I Die documentary on Netflix <laughs> to prepare for this interview uh, so I know anything about soccer. Um, but I, I will say this, is that it's a good question. Um, I don't think so. I think that, you know, they still spend money. I mean, they, they still spend a lot of money this year. They spent money in the off season, but here's the problem is that, you know, it comes back to the apathy. It comes back to the business model that this was, this was going the other way. And, and yeah, you want to be a big market team, but if you have number one apathy in the stands, but also in terms of sponsorships, you're not getting the, the juice that you had before. They can see that. And so when did John Henry raise his head up and, and pay attention enough to, to say, hi, I'm Bloom, you're out? I don't know if it was because all of a sudden people started doing screenshots of the dollar ticket you can buy for the Red Sox-Yankees game, or if he just started saying that, to your point, hey, you know, we got to make this work a little bit better financially if we're going to do what we've always done, which is pay money to get players. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so right now, to answer your question, I don't think that that's, that's a worry, but, you know, they're going to have to get things right in, in order to, to keep this sort of going. Rob, where do you think Chris Sale ends up? Is he going to be a starter or a back end of the bullpen guy sooner than later? You know, I think he'll be a starter, but it's interesting. Somebody, somebody mentioned this to me yesterday was, you know, hey, you know, listen, and I think it was, I want to give credit. I think it was Julian McWilliams of the Globe. He's like, you know, he should have a conversation with Eckersley. Because, like, th- this guy is not working yeah. out as a starter. And, and you know, you could have a really good rest of your career potentially as that guy. Now, that's a big leap, and I don't think he's ready to do that. Uh, so I-, I do think that he's going to be a starter. Now, the problem is, is that he lumps in with a bunch of their guys after Brian Bayo, a guy you didn't see tonight. He was really good. After that, you have a lot of maybes. You know, you have a lot of, yeah, you know, Chris Sale might be good. He went on a good run earlier this year. You have Tanner Houck might be good, might be able to get to the third time through the order. Um, you have a lot of that. And that's, that's what makes our conversation so important before, which is if you want to be competitive in this division next year, no doubt about it. You have to get at least one, probably two guys who you absolutely know can pitch six innings. I know it's asking a lot. Just get a guy who could pitch six innings. And right now, I don't know if you can count Chris Sale as one of those guys. Rob, when did Tristan Casas go from being the dude who was like walking around in the field and bare feet before the game and doing <laughs> yoga and painting his nails and all that stuff to, you know, uh, 24 first, homers, 24 homers, first <laughs> yeah. in OPS among rookies, second wow. in home runs are, 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 are among rookies. When did that happen? How did that happen? Well, he's still that other guy that you mentioned. I mean, he's literally. I would not. I don't know what the weather's like up there right now, but typically you would see Tristan Cassis outside the park walking down the sidewalk shirtless. Like we've seen that numerous times, just randomly. Okay. <laughs> so, awesome. so uh, and, and and I should also know Joe Castiglione, our our, our uh, great broadcaster, has a bet where if Tristan Cassis hits one more home run, he has to get his uh, fingernails painted by Tristan Cassis. Okay. <laughs> so we, we can all look forward to that. Um, but he's a, listen, I mean, he's, he's, he, he's a def- definitive uh, guy example of a guy who, if you give time, he's going to figure it out. And, and a lot of comparison has been made to Pedroia. 
hmm. because Pedroia, you remember 2007, oh, yeah. you know, he hit under 200 for that first month, and then he goes on to win Rookie of the Year. It took Cassis a little bit longer, but, you know, I talked to Pedroia about this because he's been obviously paying attention, he, and he just said the, the mindset that he explained that he had linked up perfectly with Cassis, which is if you want to do this, you have to adjust it pitch to pitch, not week to week, but pitch to pitch. And Cassis is really good at that. As, as Trevor Story shortstop, I mentioned that if he could play shortstop, can he every day? Yeah, I think he can. I mean, he's, but we forget how he's, he's a good shortstop. He really is. And we forget because he had no arm, you know, before, <laughs> for yeah. a couple mm-hmm. of years there in Colorado. And then he played second, but he's an athletic guy. He, and this is the first time I've seen him play shortstop this much, and I can tell you he's been really good defensively. Offensively, he's been a little bit behind the curve, but but I do feel like that's an area they don't have to worry about. I mean, of all the things, that they, and they're, they've been a bad defensive team all year long in large part because they haven't had stability at shortstop, but I, I do think he's more part of the solution than the problem. Now, he's going to have the price tag always affixed to him, but still, I mean, it's they got other things to worry about than Trevor's story. Rob, listen, really good of you checking in today with us. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. You're as the best, always. Buddy. Thank you. Hey, guys, you're, you're, you, listen, I hope that your days are, are filled with sunshine. And I, I have, I do think the Blue Jays will be okay. I know that your guys are in the heart of it. I'm saying the Blue Jays are going to be okay in part because they're playing the Red Sox this weekend. Oh, so man. Yeah. And I was about to say, I don't think they got a chance in hell because they're playing <laughs> against a team in the AL East. But one of those two things at the end of the weekend, Rob, one of us is going to be proven accurate because you know one thing, they're not split in this series. Nope. No. <laughs> Science would suggest that is true. Yes, yes. <laughs> Take care, Rob. Thanks Thank for this, man. You. All right, guys. See you. All right. See that's you. Rob Bradford of WEEI, the Bradford Show. And, uh, uh, da, 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 and, and uh, the podcast with Joe Kelly, whose name I forget right now. And I'll come up to it. Some what do point. you always say? What's the easiest to buy? Pitching. I don't think they're far away from being good oh, again. No. They're, I mean, their lineup uh, is... Baseball isn't boring. It's such a complicated name. That's yeah. the name of the podcast. No, their listen, lineup I, is really I'm with good. you. I, I, you know, and, and we didn't even talk about the two the two new kids they brought up, Abreu and uh, Rafaela. Uh, Rafaela's got a 368, 400, 632 slash line, scored nine runs in 15 games. Abreu's got 10 RBI in 17 games. That'd be good enough to be third in this team. He's got a slash line of 367, 436, 510. I mean, it's, uh, oh, listen, they're, the Red Sox, bold pick by Jeff Blair. The Red Sox are not going to be in last place You can't next have year. every team in the American League East. I mean, you're in love with all of them. No, no, I'm not in love, but I'm saying they're not because I because I just, I could never cheer for the Red Sox because of the city and, and all that stuff, and I just don't. But uh, uh, But they are going to be good next year. This division, I know, think they're going to be better. I, I didn't even Good touch on this. I, I did this column for Sportsnet.ca today, and, and the one thing I kind of regret that I didn't touch on is look at the East. Boston just needs pitching. Mm-hmm. Their lineup's better than Toronto's. It ain't even close. They're, they're closer than the Yankees, the Red Sox. Oh, are. my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay, and yep. they're always going to do something. And Baltimore still hasn't brought up their top prospect this year. They brought all these other guys up. I mean, this, you know, this would have been a good year to win a division and go on a run because the AL East is not going to be easy next year. It, the be. AL East is not going to be easy for the next five years. No. Nope. 
They're going to have more it's competition to get players too, right? Yeah. Because they're going to want to be better and not going to oh, want to lose. And, of course. You know, the Blue Jays have of some course. blanks to fill in in the offseason, and now you're competing with another well, team that has a lot of money to spend too. So and I'll tell you what. It's going to be the easiest if thing. You're, if you're a position player and you're looking around ballparks, you're going, wait a minute now. The team that plays at the Rogers Center hasn't been able to hit a lick this year mm-hmm. or Fenway. Yeah. Uh, Let it travel, backspin it. I get anyhow, cheap I, doubles. See, I – yeah, I was trying to be positive, but Did it you? just kind of it it work, work back. Did it? It's time for Between the uh, Lines, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Hey, it's a whole new game. Be positive right here. I'm positive. <clears throat> Mark Boffo. Ah, uh, another ray of sunshine. Oh, he is. He is. Look at his smile. He is. He's the cream in my wow. coffee. He's the Teeth sugar so in my white. tea. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, you're we right. You have to do something about that stupid T-shirt he's wearing. Like, we he need to get a lot of them. I told him. We'll take him. We should. Maybe take Christmas him down to gift. take him down to the dollar store or something to buy a shirt. For Christmas gift, we get him a nice Christmas. We get him a nice shirt. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, go ahead, Bafo. Well, you're right. It is a whole new game. It's a whole new series no, for don't Toronto. Try, don't try to like just give us the stuff. Don't try to do the segue thing. That, that okay? That's that's the that's yeah, a big dog's one, thing. Only yeah, one person can try. That's right. That's okay. my thing. All right. So you know, let him let him talk. Okay. All right. So it's Brian Bayo. On the mound for Boston. And we're looking at his strikeouts tonight. Bet Rivers has it set at over under four and a half strikeouts. What do you guys think? Is that for an inning or for the whole game? Oh, we're recycling jokes. <laughs> I see. Okay. Uh, four and a half. Um, that's not a big number. That's not a big <laughs> that's number. That's not a big number. That's they not a big number. They 11 times last time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, you can do it. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the, <laughs> the under. I said, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under for yeah. show, for show's sake, just because this is what we're supposed to do. I'll take the over. I was going to take the under. I know you were because he's been getting hammered on yes, that, on that four seamer and that changeup that he's been toying with for a couple of years now. As long as the Jays don't go up but, and sit and change, sit in the change. But, but how do you yeah. sit change up? Uh, I mean, they'll figure a way out. I'm sure there's somebody with a but, khaki that's got to figure it out how to sit change up. I, uh, it's I just, very rare I, that I, I dropped I'm, the first I'm khaki gonna, reference. I'm going to say that the aura is not great. So I will take the over. <laughs> I don't even have a reason why I'm taking the over. See, I feel because I I, I I feel I feel kind of optimistic about this series. You felt the same I think way they last could night. Split. I don't think I you think should they say could that. Split. I don't think you you should say that anymore. <laughs> I know I've been saying that every time, every game for the last three that it'll be a winning edition of Blue Jays talk, and I feel it in my bones that it uh, yada yada etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, there you go. I'm taking the under. Barker's taking the over. You gave no reason. You just taking the under. Dude, I'm not a betting man. Yeah, I don't think that was that, between that's the lines. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. I go with my gut. I'm playing How's with invisible money. How's I can go with my you? gut. What? How's that been treating yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. I think if we keep a score, you'd probably win in this. I would be. I poke fun at it a little bit I, I, and, and but, try and you know make up stats that. Well, you do, but would, you would also help out the the you know the the. The knowledge of how you would go about making the right decision. One of us has to do that. 
So I try and do that. I try and be that guy. That's and a lot of the times I get it wrong because of that. Fact. You try to be analytical. I, I, I try my you best. You try to be analytical. To whereas, slip those cargo shorts on whereas, and jump right in there and try and figure I would out rather go, how they break it down and overthink it. I That's, would rather go with my gut. Yeah, it's the like process. Like the old school. Yeah, well, trust the process. You know, it's like, it's like you stick with it yes. sooner or later. Uh, that's it's, right. It'll work out. But see, I'm not going by the process, right? I'm going up see, bet, hit, bet, basically, is what I'm doing. Like that kid you faced in... Glenn Garnett, you, <laughs> don't be laughing at him. Don't be laughing at him. I would have loved to see you play. Would I have booed you? Is I could get, is I, question. I was okay. I was an okay defensive what third baseman I couldn't hit. What age were you? Uh, 13, 14. I wouldn't have booed you. <laughs> That'd have been tough to boo thirteen year olds. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. <laughs> Hell yeah. You have done it. So I would have been a thirteen, You're that fourteen, guy. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I could fifteen. It's gloves off. I could I could thirteen. I could play defense okay at third base. I couldn't hit worth a lick. I could throw the ball and you, you know catch, any, but I couldn't anytime hit worth somebody a lick. says they're okay at catching a ball, that you that usually means that's like the don't hit thing. it to me. <laughs> that's usually what that means. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, I was I was writing novels at fifteen because I couldn't catch the grounder and throw it the first. Uh, we've got Blue Jays. Jesus, we've got Blue Jays tickets to give away in the next hour. John Schneider is manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. He joins us. Caleb Joseph. What can go wrong? Blue Jays central analyst. <laughs> He'll join us as well. Nothing can go wrong. Everything is roses and sunshine because it's Friday. We nailed and that And this hour. is Blair and Barker. Yes.